0: Welcome to the Master's Method Podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else.
1: Hey Juan, you know, the USMCA is really heating up. We're hearing some real hot information that's coming out just even today when we talked with US Customs, but it looks like things are getting really ready for that uh, July 1st, uh, kickoff date.
2: Definitely Steve, things are getting uh, exciting actually. Uh, It's been a long time since we've had an implementation of a new free trade agreement. And like you said, Customs mentioned some very, very exciting news this morning. Uh, that we're hoping that we can, you know, share with you guys today in this important podcast.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Masters Method Podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. And joining me in our podcast today is our
2: good friend Juan Moreno. Hi, Juan. Hi, Steve. I'm the director of trade compliance here at Zisser Group, where I've been here for the last 11 years originally started working for Maquiladora in a brokerage company a few years back. I'm excited to be joining you, Steve, today for this important topic. Well, today's trade news
1: topic is going to be about the USMCA and the latest updates. Uh, as Juan said, uh, we had a great meeting with U.S. Customs today. They presented some really good information that we want to share with you today. It is exciting. Um, and I think one of the first observations, Juan, that I saw today his customs even told us that this is the first time that they've had to accelerate and implement something so fast they've never had to do anything this quick ever before and it seems like they're really uh kind of rising to the occasion
2: that is true steve very very impressive i was actually quite pleased with the team that they put together to handle the usmca uh, the people that we spoke to this morning that provided this very valuable information seem to be really really on their toes very knowledgeable great attitude towards you know the implementation which is coming up within what the next 36 days if i'm not mistaken so yes uh very very impressive what customs showed us this morning yeah i think that the
1: message was is is they're they're really geared up uh they're really committed uh they put together things very very quickly they're going to be implementing you know new regulations Uh, New general notes in the HTS. I mean, you think of all the different things that have to come together in order to essentially get a new trade agreement in place and operational. And really, at the time it was announced, we're talking really a little bit less than 60 days that they had to do all this work. And um, it's a hard stop on that July 1st. On July 1st, uh, NAFTA goes away. USMCA comes in place, and 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 that's it. So everything has to be ready for that July first, you know, kickoff date.
2: Yeah, the good thing is that Customs was very positive this morning. Like you said, their attitude is we'll be ready July first. A lot of what needs to happen will be in place, and 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 whatever might not be will be at least ninety percent there with only a finer tweaks and you know modifications needed for, in order for the full thing to be uh, on board. But for the most part, come July 1st, importers will be able to start claiming the benefit of the USMCA free trade agreement. So uh, yeah, great, great, great uh, time for this to happen. Obviously considering that the majority of why this is being fast-tracked is apparently for this COVID-19 situation that we're in. So positive news across the board here, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I think one of the exciting things, also one that they talked about, was they are setting up, and they have actually set this up already, a USMCA Center of Excellence that's uh, right. in Washington, D.C., which they used to have a center, if most of you remember, with NAFTA. That center eventually did go away, but for many, many years, they had a NAFTA center. Uh, I think that was based out in, out in uh, Dallas, Texas, and now they're going to have a USMCA Center of Excellence that's going to coordinate with all the C's. Uh, do all the training, handle all the Q&As, that's great news for a lot of us that they're going to have all this kind of centralized approach for how they're going to manage the USMCA going forward.
2: That's right. And also what we heard is that not only are they going to be sort of providing this sort of help desk type of service, but also training. They, one of the things that impressed me this morning was their talk about all of these resources that they're starting to put together, templates. Tools and forms to make the trade understand the implementation, make it easy for companies to step into this new program and be able to take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, they also told us, I think, that they're reaching out and they're actually now in the process of training all the centers of excellence, all the eight or so centers of excellence in the different trade commodities on the USMCA. So they're trying to create that expertise, not only within the center, but also the expertise within all the different import specialist teams throughout the country on the USMC, and I think that's really exciting too, because now they're gonna also understand the process at the same time.
2: That's right, Steve, yes. Now, the good thing is that, like they mentioned also, a lot of what NAFTA has will still be in place. But most of the changes that we do see forthcoming are not really that significant. So from the from that perspective, it's great that that's not, you know, a new free trade agreement that's coming into play. And there's only a few things that we we would need to, bre- uh, you know, be experts on or brush up on, so to speak.
1: Yeah, but they're definitely doing that training and they're reaching out. So hopefully, like Juan mentioned earlier, you're gonna see a lot of trainings. They said they're promising a lot of trainings are gonna be online webinars. Uh, that they're going to host. U.S. Council will be hosting these through the month of June. So watch for those. Uh, Some are going to be very narrow and maybe topic specific. Some are going to be broader uh, type programs, but watch for those. I'm hoping that they don't just present those once in a webinar one. I'm hoping they record them and make them available on their website so that everyone can get access to them, you know, as we kind of move forward.
2: I would agree that they must probably be thinking of doing some kind of on-demand type of uh, setup for this, Steve, where the people can view whatever they need to view to brush up on at their leisure, at their time, especially right now where everybody's kind of working out of their home office and uh, and so forth. So I see that coming. Yeah. So one of the other
1: things that we heard today, which is kind of interesting, and we've heard that, that you know, if you do claim USMCA status, uh, you do not pay any MPF. Merchandise processing fee is exempt. But they also said that if you do a post-importation claim uh, through reconciliation or a 520D claim, that you will not get MPF in any kind of a refund. But today, one they kind of announced some really exciting news that that might change.
2: That is correct, Steve. Very exciting because obviously, as we know, there are a few companies out there that do basically uh, reap the benefits of those MPF savings. Uh, there's a lot of companies out there that max out on those NPF uh, payments, so it could add up really quick. So that came as fresh, good news to a lot of importers. I know that for a fact. And hopefully, we'll see something more official within the next few months on that. Uh, and the advice, Steve, what we heard is that nobody should really jump the gun here. Wait for this to become final before you start moving into any type of scenario of possibly pursuing any refund, either through the 1520D claim process or the recon, like Steve mentioned. So hold off for now. That's customs advice.
1: Yeah, that was interesting. You know, we, we know that on these claims, you have up to one year from the date of entry to go ahead and make the claim anyways, So, yeah, customers recommended wait because they want to make sure when you go to make the claim, hopefully they'll reinstate that MPF refund component and then you can take advantage of it. But if you go too early, you might lose it and then you might not be able to get it later. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. The other thing, of course, they talked about, which is kind of exciting uh, and reminded all of us that certificate of origin, there is no format and they're not even gonna really have a format, and really it's up to you just to build your own based on data elements.
2: That's correct. Typically, we would see this more in what we would normally be accustomed to see as a straight written out certificate of origin, even those manufacturer's affidavits, where if it's more of a free form letter, of course, it's stating real material facts, they do still want you to put some language in there that does say that the item is eligible, that it meets certain criteria, but very, very different than what we've been accustomed to, which is that famous Form 434 for the NASA Certificate of Origin. That is gone as of July 1st. So again, they're making it easier. Um, They're making it more open. Uh, They're allowing importer, exporter, producer to sign and issue these certs. So they're relaxing that uh, requirement, so to speak, a bit there, Steve.
1: Yeah. And as I said, for a lot of us, you know, my recommendation is probably you take the NAFTA cert, that kind of has all the data elements on it anyways, and just kind of rebrand it. I think that's an easy approach that for a lot of people can certainly use going forward. You know, the other thing that they talked about, I thought that was was certainly kind of exciting. They talked about some of the, uh, the validations. And Custom did kind of say that, yes, they're going to do validations. There will be enforcement but most likely during about the first six months or so, they're not expecting to do a lot of uh, enforcement on, on the USMCA, I and mean, you still have to comply, but they're not gonna be necessarily issuing CF-28s maybe during about that first six months.
2: Yes, they did mention that, Steve, very true, which was a little bit surprising, but yes, definitely that they did mention. Now, what I do foresee, maybe sort of maybe being a little bit of a variable there is depends on your industry maybe automotive maybe agriculture maybe those will get a different look than the rest of the industries who knows but yes for what they said this morning for six months it'll be pretty much allowing the program to move sort of at its pace and see what happens basically
1: yeah i think they were sensitive to the fact that a lot of us are going through a lot of issues at our companies maybe a lot of people are working remote maybe all that data won't be available so Certainly. certainly, you can make your your u s m c a claim make sure you have all the backup and all the support, but probably during those first six months're not going to necessarily be on you real fast to say, "Hey, what do you, you know you have all your backup, you have all your information." I think that was certainly good news for a lot of us Um yes. as we start yes. this process. I agree, Steve. Well, a couple of other things they mentioned, certainly uh they're going to be coming up with new regulations. Uh, Right now, those regulations are going to be set out in 19 CFR Part 182. Um, I think the old regulations were 181 in NAFTA, so it's going to be 182, and those regulations are supposed to come out in draft probably by about the middle of June, Um, so those should be available. And also, one, I think they talked about the new general note in the HTS.
2: That's right, general note 11 is going to basically replace general note 12 12 will be basically gone as because it's the, the one that covers nafta general note 11 will be introduced and it basically what it'll what we'll see there is the rules of origin for determining whether you're eligible for the free trade agreement or not so expect those to come you know prior to july 1st uh hopefully the sooner the better in fact there's already out there uh the rules of origin i don't think they're final yet but uh, we do foresee that being official within the next few weeks. Yeah. So right now, a lot of new things are going to be coming out. Watch, a lot of training
1: opportunities are going to be coming out. And I think, one finally, the last thing I think we all have to be aware of is the USMCA actually has different names in different countries, which was a surprise to me. I thought it was the USMCA in Canada and Mexico. Actually, that's not the case. Uh, is is the USMCA in the United States? And one. What is it called in Mexico?
2: In Mexico, they're calling it TMEC, basically. So basically, it stands for Tratado Mexico Estados Unidos y Canadá, which is tri- uh, free trade agreement Mexico uh, United States and Canada. And in Canada, okay. they're calling it CUSMA, which is Canada U.S. Mexico Agreement. So each country will refer to this agreement in their own. Uh, term i guess so very interesting to learn that also this morning
1: yeah well that was all exciting well well i want to thank everyone for participating today and joining us here on the master's method podcast certainly uh, we look forward to seeing you on future podcasts but uh that's all for now bye-bye
2: everyone thank you everyone bye-bye
0: thank you for listening to the master's method podcast Zisser Customs Law Group is a full service international trade law firm and a global leader in international trade compliance training. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.